Hey guys, what is up? This is Sean Runbum Blanton, race director of Runbum Races. Also, I've been doing some podcasts for a while. We're going to kind of streamline some stuff now and call it the Runbum Podcast. For 16 plus years now, people have referred to me as Runbum. That's kind of my nickname, my trail name, etc. We haven't done a podcast for a while, but what a better time than right after our wild florida 50k 12 mile and six miler we just did this past weekend right here in white springs florida at stephen foster folk culture center and state park this is our second annual race first of all um and it's awesome it's point to point 50k single loop six miler two loop 12 miler and runners get to run a lot of the florida trail along the beautifully historic Suwannee River. It's a blackwater river, which means it's kind of like dark with tannins uh, from the leaves and stuff to, uh, you know, to kind of fall into it. Uh, this river is amazing. Florida Trail goes for about 74 miles along it. Uh, the entire um, river is um, basically comes from the Okefenokee Swamp, which is South Georgia. It flows into the Suwannee River and creates this beautiful beautiful river along like it carves into like this limestone path and you get a lot of like white sand beaches and stuff so our race and the florida trail run right along that uh this weekend was monumental should i say um i'm really excited because we had the largest trail 50k in florida we had a hundred and i think 190 people plus or minus register for the race we had 150 plus or minus actually show up and start and we had 141 people finish so we had i think over a 90 percent finish rate for this people get 11 hours we want people to be able to go take photos etc um and in 12 years of race directing this is the first time ever because of these individuals next to me and other people helping out, I was able to actually run my own ultra marathon. I've run a couple of my shorter distance races, um, but this is a, a gem to be honest. Like people always ask, Hey, which race of yours would you run straight up? Like this was it. I had a blast. I had so much fun. I'll talk about that in a minute, but I had a lot of fun meeting new people and also running with a lot of my friends who I don't really get to run with because maybe they live somewhere uh, far away, etc. So that was super cool. And, um, yeah. And so I just wanted to talk to Deanna, my co-race director and Scott, who is my videographer, photographer, and just does our website and does, you know, kind of at large Jack of all trades. So maybe we can talk to Deanna and she can kind of like break down, like, you know, this is a race from our standpoint. She was directing the six and 12 miler. I was running the race. Scott was running around and filming and taking photos of people. So let's talk to Deanna. Like, what was your experience like for wild Florida? Cause last year you ran the six the miler, six miler yeah. and this year you were race directing and slanging chili. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last year I actually did the chili too. It's actually the first race I ever cooked the chili for, which kind of started the whole you know, a uh, business relationship with just doing chili at the races. I ran the six miler last year, but definitely this year is a whole different, you know, point of view and perspective on just, just being on a whole other side of just the race, right? Just behind the scenes, uh, coordinating all the volunteers, planning out, you know, all the food, the logistics, like where people need to be, uh, and all of that for the race. And, 
you know, you got to run the 50K, which was awesome. And part of that was honestly because of just all of the volunteers that we had, right? Like we couldn't do these races without having volunteers and having enough people to help make sure that the aid stations are set up smoothly, have enough people there, having people at the finish line, you know, timing, putting down num- bib numbers because we're old school and we don't do chip timing, right? And so this year it was just, I mean, it's it's a whole lot of sort of chaos behind the scenes, but we don't let people know that or see that. Like we're doing everything, right? And everything ran really smoothly this year, I think. It, well, we it actually, awesome. we weren't running everything because this year and last year we had the FTA, the Florida Trail Association, as the main actual organizer of the event we're a partner with them so it was really cool to see a lot of the the florida trail association volunteers and and workers there like working the aid stations working packet pickup and uh you know we had a crucial uh uh role with abe of you know helping out and he was almost a you know a race director in itself there so we we had a strong team on this race absolutely I, i would definitely say had we not had abe or just the FTA volunteers, which were over half of the volunteers for this race, like you would not have, Sean would not have been able to run the 50K. Absolutely. And Abe, who she's talking about is Abe Christian from the Florida Trail. He actually certified both of us with a chainsaw. He does a lot of... Not me. Yeah, not Not him. Scott. They wouldn't give me a chainsaw. Yeah. And he uh, has many jobs basically at the Florida Trail Association. Um, But he does a lot of trail work. I mean, I think a couple, like two years ago, we were talking like, yeah, you know, I stopped counting my hours after like 900 hours of trail work. It's like, yeah. oh my God, that's something to shoot for. Yeah. And we actually, Dan and I and Abe, uh, along with uh, another gentleman, basically a month ago, came and cleared after Hurricane Idilia. So that for those who ran this year, there was actually a little bit of debris left on the trail, like small sticks and stuff like that. That's all left over from the hurricane. Before that, I think we estimated like between me, you, Abe, and all the FTA f- folks that have gone and other work parties we've cleared probably 1200 trees you know including small stuff but 1200 trees off of just our route there's still 20 plus miles that haven't been opened up along the swanee which tomorrow we're going to go deanne and i uh, are going to go and start working on that more and, and cut that back and and because of this race is unlike other run bum races in the sense of this is a non-profit race we donate all the proceeds to the florida trail association Last year, we raised, I think it was like $13,500. This year, I think it's going to be about $19,000, you know, with our donation and sponsors and stuff like that. So that's amazing. Again, it's the largest 50K. Um, I thought that was, that's really fun. And, and, um, and yeah, and you, you were at the finish line for the six and 12 miler, which is pretty much done by the time people at the 50k 50K, you have no idea that that even happened yeah 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 some of the last of the 12 milers we're still finishing but most of that gets wrapped up before the 50k people even start coming in so it's a it's a totally different vibe you know after the six and the 12 miler because i mean for a shorter distance trail race most of these people are really running a lot of it and really racing yeah because we get a lot of uh road runners like this and i asked a lot of people this was their first trail race ever So a lot of these people are coming from running road races to their first trail race out here, which is awesome. Um, But they're running all out, right? So these people are coming to the finish line really hot and heavy, just just running as far as far and fast as they can. And so that's definitely different. Well, yeah, that's uh, I mean, the the six and the 12 mile, you have a lot of people running that. But the 50K, it's 
like it's a fast course everything's runnable there's a couple of things that are rolling hills and you know little like ravines that you go down and pump back up into but like 95 percent of it is runnable and it's it's a good thing and it's a very dangerous thing you can see a lot of people go out there too fast but uh no i love the course i ran it last year and it's so beautiful like it's in the 31 miles it's so diverse between going like the tall pine open fields to the uh, the saw palmettos and you're along the river the majority of the time and you get this cool graffiti bridge that you run over at sunrise like it's just so epic like man it's it, it's florida nutshell in a florida trail running in a nutshell I love it. I mean, I didn't ne- I didn't necessarily run or race the 50K, but we marked and I've pretty much flagged with Sean or by myself most all of the course. And so I got to see all of it, which is and is beautiful. It's definitely a whole different perspective to be sort of like jog hiking it and putting up the flags and the signs compared to all out running and racing the event. Um, but like I'm thankful to get to, to see all of that beauty and, and take it all in and and just the race directing part, I really, I really enjoy doing all of it. I get to interact with all the volunteers and the runners and just be part of it. It's awesome. Well, it seemed like at the finish line, like a lot of our races have a, not a party vibe, but like family picnic vibe yeah. in the <laughs> afternoon, you know, when it gets a little right. bit more crazy, but um, like, you know, we had people hanging out, we had music playing and you know, the, the, you had food there and like, it's just, it's such a cool vibe. So many people stuck around this year to hang out and. Um, it's awesome seeing all the people finish and then like getting to chat with them and hear their stories. And like you said, like so many people that have, this is their first trail race and there was so much stoke from the people that are on the, the six mile, the 12 mile, or like it was their first 50 K and like, you know, like it, there's just like so much atmosphere stoke in the atmosphere there that like, I don't know, like I'm excited to see how this race grows with like, this is, it's almost, I feel like it's doubled down in since its first year. And now this year it's this, like, I can't wait to see what it is next year. Yeah. We had a lot of first time 50 K runners, which is just awesome. But I love that. Like you said, that sort of like family picnic vibe at the finish line, which definitely, you know, with the music and the food and it's like, I got a little bubble machine just to make it, you know, a little fun. The details. I like how you inject that bubble machine. In <laughs> I love the bubbles. I love the bubbles. We just like bubbles. Okay. Yeah, it's a write-off. But it, yeah. Was, hey, like, Amazon was I loved it. Okay, it was awesome. It was but no, it was really cool because so many people were there hanging out because of like, oh, they ran the six miler, but they were waiting on their friends to finish the fifty k, or like, like some of their like husband wife duos would like their wife would run the fifty k and husband did like the twelve miler or the six miler, so they were like hanging out waiting for them to finish or vice versa and like that's awesome because we saw so many people come out with their group of friends or their families and they all ran a different distance for the race and and that's what we want we want everyone to to participate be part of it and most importantly have fun because that's what it is that's right which uh what aid station was it uh swift creek where all the elves was, there wasn't was there wasn't santa Creek. but was that who who was running that, was that one kyle. that was kyle from kyle Craft. yeah they, <laughs> yep. man, I, I showed up at that one and i was like <laughs> he had a pickle rick costume too yeah like, oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I got there and i was like man this place seems like it's gonna be a fun time to hang out but i went out and did some filming and stuff but like the yeah the energy there was fun because there was that was a crew access so there was a lot of people there but uh, you know, I know that was FTA people and then the um, Tallahassee runners. Like it was, that was, that was a fun place. And uh, all the aid stations this year were great too. Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, when I saw that they were looking for to get a little generator for their aid station, I was like, oh, they're going to have a party. They're going to be doing music, lights, like just all the fun stuff, just which is awesome. Like, we love that. Today's podcast is brought to you by Pocket Dates, your perfect companion for the trail, the track, and beyond. Specialty crafted for ultra runners, training runs, and those epic mountain adventures. With just two dates, you get a powerhouse of 110 calories and 30 grams of energizing carbs, a natural fuel that fits right in your pocket. Deliciously sweet and satisfying, Pocket Dates are the ultimate snack to keep you going. Whether you're conquering the peaks or pounding the pavement, make every step count with the nutrition you need right in the palm of your hand. Pocket Dates, fuel your journey wherever it takes you. Grab yours today and taste the power of nature. When for me, I don't know, designing, like I design all our courses is something I want to run. And I'm so glad I got to run that because that's just what I had imagined. It's like the perfect mix of running. Those ravines are a little like steep up and hill, up, up and downs, like the rolling hills. It kind of gives you an excuse to walk. Um, and for me as a non-Floridian, that is the most I've ever run after running 300 plus ultras. Like that is the most I've ever run in a 50 K because everything was so runnable. And, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to do with this race, I, I wanted to make it where the cutoffs and everything was, you know, there's some technical, there's some up and down, you know, so it's not completely flat. You're likely not going to PR you know, if definitely if you live in Florida and you run a bunch of 50Ks, if you live somewhere else, you will definitely PR to 50K most likely. But um, I wanted to make it where kind of like you got, as Scott said, you got to see all of the ecosystems up here in North Central Florida. So you're running through like magnolias and uh, live oaks. And then all of a sudden you jump into a pine flatwood and then you dip over into some cypresses and stuff like that and so it's just that's the whole goal of it and my other thought process of all this being a fundraiser for the florida trail association and the state park was that it would create this event and space and place where we would have hikers trail maintainers and runners all come together for one event and the hopes of, you know, and having uh, a hiker friendly, you know, six, 12 mile race. And, you know, you could probably get away with hiking a lot of the 50K if you walk fast and you jog some here and there. Um, but to create that environment where it turns uh, hikers, some hikers, they catch the bug to want a trail run. And, you know, maybe last year, there's some people I spoke with that um, some ladies are like, oh, we did the six miler last year, the 12 miler, and they came back and did the 50K. Like, I love that. Before the start of the 50K, I was giving a silly speech and talking and, uh, you know, Scott was there and he was filming a little bit. And I said, by show of hands, how many people is your first run bum race? It was like three quarters of people hands went up, you know, and it's like, you know, because a lot of this area where people are coming from is not in our normal geographic of where we pull people from running. Cause most of our races are well North of here. 
And I asked after that, I said, how many people is this your first ultra marathon? And it was like, again, three quarters of people. So that to me is really cool. Like the whole goal with run bum races and all this stuff. I'm not trying to talk about our stuff too much. Um, even if it may seem like it, it's just something I'm very proud of is that we're trying to build a community and help people do things that they thought were hard. You know, my other thought process for this race is the person who has a person who has done the entire Florida trail, uh, all 1108 miles of it was, I wanted to create an event like this and forgotten Florida where I want people for it to be somewhere in between a trail running race and through hiking the Florida trail. So like when you're getting on the orange blaze Florida trail, there might be a little less flagging and you have to follow the blazes, not where you're going to get lost or anything like that, but it kind of, you kind of step into that. Oh, wow. This is more than just a trail run. Like a lot of these trails here are, as you can see, if you ran it are not really well, like used or used at all. And so like, that's to me is the beauty of this area is it's like, you kind of get this secret, you know, trail that kind of nobody knows about. You follow this orange blaze where it'll take you through the middle of White Springs and, and White Springs itself. Like I, I always thought there needed to be an epic trail running event here because within town, within 15 minutes drive of town, I bet you have a hundred miles of trails and dirt roads around here. This is trail paradise on earth, maybe in the winter basically, but I, we put this on third weekend in December every year. And the reason for that being is this is when the cypress and the leaves start to change along the Suwannee River and it becomes very beautiful. The weather is trending pretty mild. I think yesterday we had a high of like 75, but 95% of this race, you're with, you're in the, the canopy. And it's like, you know, I never got super hot yesterday running. No, it was warm. It felt like, felt like Florida, but it was, it was a great day. And, you know, people were, it was cool to see at the aid stations, people were smart. They were obviously hydrating, but I saw a lot of people getting like a uh, ice bucket or like sponge baths and stuff over the neck and staying, staying topically cool. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it was great. It's perfect Florida weather. I mean, uh, to quote Floridians, like this is why we live here. It's the yeah. weather like this right now. Yeah. This right. time of year. Our winters are really great here in North Florida. But yeah, so. Sean, you mentioned, uh, like how there's a lot of trails like in this area that people don't use like the the florida trail it's you know it's not like the appalachian trail or the pacific coast trail with volume i would say or definitely not but it's still it, it gets a high volume um it's the biggest trail system in florida obviously but uh like if you look at the trail system there's a lot of like white blazes blue blazes um yellow blazes coming off of the trail and like sometimes it, it'll take you to town sometimes it'll take you to cool little like offshoots and um Something I didn't really know, but Abe was telling me yesterday is that um, when we we take the runners uh, onto the blue the blue loop to go to disappearing uh, springs creek, or creek yeah, um, yeah. that that trail was pretty much inaccessible, and yes. because of this race and like yeah. the trail work that we've done and the FTA has done building a new bridge in there, it's basically reblazed this whole entire trail, and it's a it's one of the most beautiful areas I've seen on a trail in Florida. Dude, I, and it's what, like a quarter yeah. of a mile? It's loop. a yeah, it's like half trail. mile. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the coolest little trail. I mean. And I don't know who built it, but like somewhere along our course on the Florida Trail along the Swanee, there is all of a sudden you come to this turn in the Florida Trail where the Florida Trail does one of its, you know, historic, you know, 180 degree kind of turns you if know. you're daydreaming you'll miss yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah you won't <laughs> but it's it. like you know we have a flag people don't miss it but so what we do is we actually go and there's a sign and it says disappearing creek and somebody made it once upon a time 
taking cutting little pieces of vine and then nailing them in and it says disappearing creek trail and then there's a sign i think it says like this blue blaze half mile uh is very scenic trail like that's kind of like around disappearing creek and it's like why do you call it disappearing creek well the creek itself literally goes into a sinkhole and goes underground and then flows into the swanee it's really cool and it's spring fed too so we run basically by it on the trail and then we go on some road beds up and some dirt road beds and then we actually go to where like the head waters if you will of the creek the springs are coming out and we turn around it's kind of cool um but yeah it's it's last year when we were on this trail i was like because i remember going on it once i was like oh, okay this isn't too bad and uh and then coming back to it last year when i went to flag it and i was like what the heck is this i mean it was like <laughs> palm meadows everywhere the blazing was gone because it's not the a florida trail it's just some random side trail that somebody once upon a time built or blazed and um i think that guy randy built it didn't he, he, he might have yeah, he, he built, built the bridge that we installed the new bridge right and and so you would go on this and you're kind of like bushwhacking so deanna and i and abe walked that all cleared it all out with the chainsaw hedged it out and then um uh one of the florida trail guys uh went and reblazed the whole thing so it got fresh blazes this week blue blazes and then a couple days ago we all met on like a tuesday and six of us carried a bridge that yeah, eight, of the, us. eight of us eight of yes. us it's a big bridge it was, huge. It was a 20 foot bridge that we all carried out through the woods kind of to, to, to try it not was to long. pivot yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it'd be a sharp turn like okay like straight back straight back just to like make these sharp curves it was definitely challenging and then we put that right. in and so we cool. were basically i mean yeah there's a couple uh volunteers that have been on it beforehand but the race i mean by far that is more traffic than that trail will get probably all year at like 140 people coming yeah. through there. It's just this whole area is just like all these little gems of trails and stuff like that. Well, what's cool about stuff like that too is like if you are interested in just not even running, but just hiking the Florida Trail and you're intimidated by it, um, there's a great app called uh, Far Out. It used to be called Gut Hook, but it's Far Out and um, you can download the GPS file for it, but it tells you everything of like where you can filter water. If you are doing uh, a sectional hike or a through hike of where you can stop in town and get food. But the cool thing about it is like there'll be a little like icon and it's like epic photo to view and it'll show you something or it'll show you that there's like these little spur trails. So wherever you are in Florida, you know, you're at least a two hour drive from the Florida trail, like at some point. Um, And so if you want to like check out the Florida trail, like get check out the app, do that and see if there's just even like a loop you can make, because a lot of times um, like in central Florida, where I was at, like you could do the Florida trail, then you hop on the yellow blaze, connect that to the white and then hit, uh, like a forest service road or another trail. And then now, you know, you don't just have to do an out and back on a day hike and you can go out on the Florida trail just on a day hike and do however much you want to do. You can do a mile, you can do 10 miles, you can do a, you know, a long run up or a, get some trail buddies out there. But yeah, it's such an awesome system of trails and the more feet that we get on it is a good thing. Um, absolutely i agree yeah like a a lot of this section along the swanee like you know before we mow it um in fact this year we didn't really get to mow a lot of this stuff because the number one focus was clearing the thousands of trees off of this uh just to be able to get through um so hopefully next year we'll be able to get back and kind of mow all of the swanee and kind of cut stuff back it wasn't bad this year at all but um you can see there's sometimes there's places there's like grass growing in the middle of the trail on the Florida trail. And it's like, why does that happen? It's like, I can tell you as a trail builder, trail maintainer, et cetera. It's like, 
this happens because you do not have enough foot traffic on here because you know grass is not going to grow plants are not going to grow in the middle of the trail if it's being you know tromped down and so i love this event for that like you know a lot of the sections you know get little to zero use unless it's a, from a through hiker so i highly encourage you get out on the florida trail wherever you are and, and you made a, a comment scott um that was talking about you know within two hours of drive actually jim kern the guy that started the florida trail um how many ever years ago i, I think 1966 was like the first year of the florida trail association uh which they started in ocala national forest uh clearwater lake trailhead but well f random ft facts but his goal was to have the florida trail be within a one hour drive of 90 percent of floridians so and i'm pretty sure that's pretty spot on yeah because yeah, if you think about like driving across the state takes three hours like right if you uh see us like looking up where uh behind us is the white springs water tower and there's, there's a bunch like, of vultures yeah vultures hundreds of vultures just awesome. flying all around us they, i think they smell us so yeah yeah they're going after my banana oh gosh but um yeah i, mean, I so i i got to run the race which was really cool and not to take the mic too much but it was really fun because um and we'll segue this and at the end of what I'm about to say into talking about, you know, some tips for running 50 K's, especially a flat 50 K and even stuff, if it gets kind of hot and I'll talk about kind of what I did, not like, look at me. I don't really care. I'm still smiling from yesterday. I ended up second overall, which is awesome. Caught the guy in first ran out of calories and he got me hard at the end. Um, dude, heck of a run. The gentleman led from Gavin. I forget his last name. He led from start to finish which is epic dude way to go um we had an amazing race on the lady side that was really cool uh at one point you know the top three or four women were within like two minutes of each other and that was like i don't know 15 miles in so yeah. I mean, it was a really wow. close race uh till that point on the women's side but yeah it was interesting kind of scurrying all around before the race doing race director things like oh man dang, I should probably be eating breakfast or drinking some water <laughs> or like, 50, yeah, like putting shoes on. So yeah. I was like getting on the bus, like without a shirt on and everything in my hand being like, okay, guys, we're going to go. Like having me go get you <laughs> band-aids for your nipples and a water bottle. <laughs> it's like, you. I don't have that. Thank you. Where are my shoes? <laughs> yeah. If you ever, if you ever take, uh, take advice from, uh, from run bum, you know, take it. He, he knows his stuff, but, uh, <laughs> it's definitely do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. yeah right. Dude, so. the, the last race he does, he's doing this speech about how like, all right, guys, it's 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 only like six miles between aid stations but it's going to take you longer because it's a mountain race and you know make sure to bring water with you because even though it's six hours it could take you you know an hour and a, or six miles it could take you an hour and a half two hours that are just to get to the aid station and uh, i'm running this race too and like, we start off and we're 200 yards off the starting line and sean looks over at me he's like man i should have brought a water bottle <laughs> yeah, I, yeah you forgot. I always get a gas station water bottle and run with it in my waistband <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, that was funny. But for me, um, so like I went and I honestly hadn't planned on racing, but I wanted to just keep a solid pace. And I'll give you some advice. Know what kind of runner you are um, and know kind of where you generally fall in races. Um, and if you're new to trail running, always way error on the side of caution and the side of like hey i'm actually running back of the pack even if you're a faster road runner that would be my recommendation um but i looked at uh previous last year's race and this is slightly different it might be a quarter mile shorter might be a quarter mile longer 
I don't know. Um, there's like one or two small things that we tweaked. Um, but I looked, I was like, okay, uh, five hours ish was like the previous winning time. And I was like, okay, for, you know, basically a 10 minute mile average. And it's like, okay, I always try to keep that in mind. I even said that before the race, like, Hey guys, last year, somebody won this in like five hours, you know, that's a 10 minute average, right? You know, if you do five thirty, that's 11 minute. If you do six hours, that's 12 minute miles. So the, the crazy thing is we can all talk about that, think about that, whatever, but you really got to keep yourself in check. And, and, uh, I think I, I took off and basically just settled into like, all right, man, you're just going to run, but you're going to go easy. I had so many people passing me. Uh, the first three and a half miles are, are, are insanely easy. Oh gosh. Yeah. And it's dangerous, very yeah. easy to, it's in a good way. Yeah. Cause it's double track. You're it's, it's flat, flat. It's non-technical. And it's super easy. Like we're t- talking with people, it's super easy to go very, very fast. But I kind of like looked down and kind of was like, oh man, like I'm right around 10 minutes. Like, cool. I don't need to push it. I get to the bridge. I'm, I'm again, people are passing me, passing me, passing me. And I know the kind of runner that I am is I'm, I'm better at trail running than road running. And so for me, the first three and a half miles is kind of more road speed. So I just kind of let everybody go. And then we hit the trails. I can run faster downhill. I kind of lean downhill and I'm good with technical. And I think if you ever run this race, my advice to you is wear something with very good grip because there's a lot of this have leaves, pine needles, you know, it's just, it's, it's soft and you want that grip. And so that's what, how I made my shoe decision. Um, but yeah, when we hit the trail, you know, like three and a half miles in, I kind of started on the more technical stuff to start to pass people, even though I was going to what my perceived effort was. I had a heart rate on there, but I was like, oh, this is too high. But I know myself well enough that like, okay, I'm willing to deal with that. So I put my watch just on average pace. And all I did was like run faster or slower based on like a 10 minute flat. And I kept it at like 955 like 9.53 to like 9.59 for like the first 10 miles. And, you know, with all races um, and all routes, I would suggest this is like nothing is always, unless you're running like a road race or something like that, you're going to have spots that are technical, spots that are climbing, spots that are slower. So like you trying to average a pace and I would not recommend on ever running on the actual pace on your pace yeah. okay well in one thing that i would add to that is with the watch like first thing like you said you were looking at your heart rate like the heart rate on your watch like if you're running a long distance like mine will jump up and say i've got a 200 bpm yeah heart rate right. so i never pay attention to that like if it's not a chest strap but uh um what i actually do is i turn my watch to like i have garmin so i do the i turn auto lap off and so i lap every aid station or every major one if it's like mm. a water drop that i'm just mm-hmm. gonna block uh, blow by but i'll do the research the the week before make a spreadsheet or whatever and be like okay so from here to this first aid station or like my, my drop bag or whatever if it's a longer race i'll know okay it's gonna be 10 miles and then at least when i do that like i have it now set i went in and i tweaked it to where on my lap one i don't even see the actual pace i just see the average no. so that way i know like and then it's what also it broken down so you know like okay at the beginning of the race from aid station zero or zero to one Okay, I averaged my ten minute pace, and then from one to two, I averaged a nine minute pace. I need, I should slow down a little bit, or I'm feeling right. great. Maybe I should keep it going. But at least that way, you know, you know, if you're doing your average over the whole entire race, it's you know, in a in a fifty k or anything longer than that, you know, it's there's so many variables that could like change that Absolutely. average, you know. But 
and the goal is like i'm gonna tell you this right now as far as um uh 50k training plans and 50k advice we actually have uh between the three of us we like i I dictated some chicken scratch to deanna who cleaned it up gave it to scott who put it as a like a a training plan but on the runbumtours.com website we actually have a free 50k training plan 10 out of 10 recommend there's not trying to sell you anything just trying to help you train better run smarter etc but yeah and and with that being said one of the things that it hits on pretty constantly is that consistency trumps all and my goal and my thought process was like i'm just going to run as consistent as possible until 18 ish miles in and then really try to just drop the hammer uh if i'm feeling good if not i'm just gonna have a good time and i had a great time talked to all these people i haven't run with in a long time or haven't run with before my friends it's super cool um yeah and get about 18 uh miles in and and uh i got in a second i was like how how close is the guy in front of me they're like he's five minutes and i was like okay so I pretty much took off and ran my fastest miles. Like I was kind of consistently, if it was easy, doing like 9.15, 9.15, 9.30, like whatever, you know, it's nothing crazy fast. But for a trail, it, it was it felt quick. And uh, and then we hit like a really runnable section where we're coming through like a, a grass grassy roadbed for like a mile and a half, maybe two. And I, I think I was like 8.06, 8.16, and was really making up time. And by the time we got to the last aid station with six miles to go, they're like, he's a minute and a half in front of him. I'm like, oh my God. So being the idiot that I am, I grabbed like two pieces of banana, like, you know, whole banana basically, and chugged some ginger ale um, and then took off. Cause I, I, when I'm running, I can deal with hitting the wall and kind of run, it, it's uncomfortable, but you know, it's fine, you know? So I take off and half mile later, I go down to reach into my pocket to grab this banana. I take a bite and I go, I spit it out. The banana was hard and it was rotted in the middle of it. And it's like, I guess I probably should have seen that or something, but like, that's totally my goof. And I'm like, oh, gross. And I go to do the same thing with the other one. Same thing. I'm oh, like, man. God, what the odds of that? It's so bad. So, and it's funny because I bought the bananas, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I can only get them coming full yeah, circle. It's like, yeah. And at this point, I'm like, dang, this is going to be a horrible time. So I was like, all right, well, you still have some calories in you right now. So like, let's keep going. And so basically I, I catch up the gentleman first. And it's like, as soon as I got there, I was like, all of a sudden I just felt all of my energy, just like, dude, you're now have nothing in your stomach and you're running on fumes. And this is like arguably the hardest part of the course in the sense of like, it's technical for a little bit. And then there's like rolling hills. And I'm like, Oh God. And I know there's like three and a half miles maybe to go. And I was just miserable and we hit the Florida trail. It was like maybe two and a half miles ago. I was like, Hey man, I'm out of food, dude, please just go give them hell. You know? <laughs> and, and I watched like my, uh, miles go from eight to nines, which was, you know, still going. And I catch him and it's like 1130, 1140, you know, yeah. which is still like, you know, great. Yeah. It's still great. But, uh, man, I just felt absolutely terrible. And when I got to the finish line, you know, having that empty stomach is, um, so learn a lesson from me uh always have extra calories on you uh just in case if you have like a zipper pocket in your your shorts which i didn't basically had basketball shorts like under armor (laughs) um but uh make sure you carry like that extra reserve 100 200 calories with you but 
with all that being said, a lot of tips and tricks I did in there. Uh, I would catch up to people and kind of run with them. You know, I think a lot of people are very eager and antsy to just kind of like run past people. It's like, dude, in an ultra, and I heard this a lot too. Oh man, I'm just trying to run really fast or bank some quicker miles in the beginning before it gets hot or, you know, before I don't feel good. Let me tell you, that doesn't work. I've tried it. He's tried it. Oh, come on. She's, <laughs> she's tried it. You know, like we've all done it. So help me help you. Consistency. You really have to rein in. It's so hard the first seven or really like first five miles when people were coming by me, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm, that's not my pace, but knowing that I'm running my own race. So, uh, and then also another thing I did was when it uh, started to get warmer, um, should I say, you know, it's not hot, hot, but it's warmer. Um, I would dump water on me. So a lot of people, they're pounding salt pills. They're, you know, chugging water and doing all this stuff. A lot of times you are pretty adequately hydrated unless it's super hot and you really need to cool your core temperature. And that's going to be harder when you're drinking it. It's better for me to just dump it on my head or the back of my neck and it cools me off more. So like a lot of times I come in the last two age stations, I would come in there, dump water on me, then fill my bottles, drink a little bit, then fill Gatorade and then leave. And then the other thing is, you know, always navigating too, um, and not, if you get to a hard section, don't push. Like, you know, I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm going to run through this cause it's hard. It's like, no, you're expending a lot of energy. So you're I don't know. So anyways, I'm just babbling, but that, that was my event, my race yesterday. I had a blast. Like it was super fun. What a beautiful course. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying that I was just, every time I see the river, I just start smiling, you know, it's like, it just brings me back to doing the Florida trail. So hats off to everybody. That was super rad to see so many new trail runners, ultra runners, like dude, come back and, and thank y'all for giving us a reason to do trail work and give a ton of money to the Florida Trail Association um, that they use to help maintain the trail, buy new pieces of land, uh, pay salaries, et cetera, et cetera, to keep this dream of the Florida Trail going. Yeah, and I would say, like, I'll, we'll pitch something that we're not even a part of, but, like, go to... I think Herbalife. It's, I, yeah, I'm here to talk to you guys about essential oils. Um, uh, like, I think it's, what, floridatrail.org? Yep. Yeah. Um, but if you go there, right now is peak maintenance season because yes. uh it's not the the forest and the everything's not flourishing right now it it's kind of, not it hot slows down. It, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not as hot well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but now is the time that uh they all go through and they have the bush hog mowers they have yeah. chainsaws they have to be certified for that but like you go in on a volunteer day you get some loppers some some clippers you get uh you get hedgers whatever we have all sorts of tools they provide all the tools for you um, you get PPE, you know, you wear protective gear, but it's a really fun time. A lot of them have like, you know, and when I was doing the central Florida ones, like we'd always kind of have like a picnic in the middle of like the work day. Yes. Someone would drive their four wheel drive truck out in the middle of nowhere. And like, we'd have this, like someone would have like a picnic table and we'd like have like sandwiches <laughs> and stuff. So it's a really fun time. You'll meet some really cool people, some really knowledgeable people and not just about trails. Like a lot of the, a lot of the people that work for the FTA and volunteer consistently are average trail trail hikers but they're also into birds into trees yeah. and like so you can learn just a wealth of knowledge about anything um it's it's a really fun time and i highly recommend doing that floridatrail.org find uh, whatever like there's central florida there's different um there's different regions uh, throughout the state and uh, check it out
Absolutely. And, and as we were talking earlier, like the Florida Trail Association is awesome and all of these chapters are really cool. I think there's 11. I, what's that? There's 11, 11 yeah. chapters. And I think yeah. I've joined probably seven of them for work trips from like central South Florida all yeah. the way up to the panhandle. So that's been really cool. The people you meet on us are awesome. Typically I'm always the youngest person there unless somebody brings their their kid and and our whole thing is that you know a lot of the trail work and volunteer work that's being done is by you know retired folks and i i think my goal and you know scott's definitely along the lines of that and i know deanna as well is to get younger people uh into these uh, into the trail running i'm sorry into a uh, uh, trail maintaining and and trail running and trail and trail running but one of the things i've seen is that the the stuff that we do uh when we're doing trail maintenance and stuff like that it's such like you meet the coolest people ever people from all walks of life and i've learned so much like about the fauna and flora and how to build bridges and you know the chains it's just it's so unique and there's just nothing like it i love it yeah so like I heard a couple of stories during the race that were really cool. One mm-hmm. of the ones I think you were talking about was the girl that was gonna drop or something. I could talk to this one, yeah. So um, well maybe we'll have to talk to Kyle um, uh, about and get the full story or her find her. Um, oh, he told me. But um, so Kyle, who was our aid station captain at Swift Creek, yep. um, it's the second time I've forgotten that aid station, and it's the only one I've talked about today. Um, but uh, he had uh, a lady near the end, I think he said 20, 30 minutes before cutoff, um, gave him her bib, said she's dropping. And he's like, okay, well, just sit over here. We'll figure out a ride for you. And then a couple minutes later, another girl comes in just on the struggle bus and just having a really hard time. Um, but she wanted to keep going. And so the aid station captain, Kyle, said he looks over. And a couple minutes later, she walks up, asks for the bib. They're fueling up. And she's going out there to help her make it through the last, you know, 10 miles or whatever it was from that aid station. And like, and so that is just like a small example of like how awesome this community is. Cause like, I'm just going to assume they made a friendship out of that. Like those two. Oh, they did. Really yeah. Cool. She was super stoked. I saw them finish. It was like three ladies that finished together. And yeah. she was like, yeah, really excited about that. I, I mean, I, I know you guys can probably back me up on this, but I've made some really good friendships um, just from talking to people like while I'm running races and yesterday was no different. I mean, you know, it's like, even if I'm racing all out, like I still will some, you know, still talk to people, you know, like well, what's I love funny, it. Yeah. What's funny with you saying racing all out and, you know, he's talking about how he couldn't catch the first place person throughout the day. You know, we, we try and run, uh, we get, photos out uh social media throughout the day the you know just keeping people updated with the race and you know it's so our media team and deanna and we're all just kind of collaborating and sean's got his phone on him and like mile eight here's a photo of someone yeah. crossing the bridge <laughs> yeah. and he, he's taking the time to take photos and send yeah. them to us so that we can post them and so yeah it's funny when you say you're going all out but then it's you know you're still like out there talking to people you're oh, stopping and taking photographs that's and like and that is the thing too is that like you know, I would say if you're not trying to podium, but even this guy here who gets second still stops and takes a photo and enjoys like breathing it in, like looking at, wow, look at this epic view. Uh, look at, you know, just stopping and looking at the river. And like, there's so many little spots where like, 
you know, you're on a trail and you can see the river, but it's, you know, you've got a little like layer of uh, forest between you, but then all of a sudden it opens up and you're on this like sandy beach on this like epic river. It's just like, there's so many cool things to like see. And so it's like, you know, if you, if you have a strong goal, go out there and crush it and like, don't, you know, just stare at three feet in front of you so you don't trip. But like, yeah, take time to like look around and take photos, meet people. And um, even Kyle from Swift Creek Aid Station, I was talking to him and mm-hmm. when I first met him, he didn't look familiar because he had a, uh, a wig on and he was, yeah. he was wrong. <laughs> the, mullet, the mullet wig. Um, uh, but uh, come to find out, I had raced a race with him um, in Tallahassee like two years ago. And uh, so, oh, you know, cool. it's like, yeah, it's like you just meet people all the time and like they become like this, like that family picnic vibe, you know, <laughs> that no, you make well, friends forever with people. So, and it's funny because like you're going all out. You still called me like eight times on the phone. I did. And I called, called Abe too, you and called I called Abe, Scott like, five times. It's like, dude, and I was like, dude, run! Like, enjoy the race. Like, you uh, have well, everything handled. Like, just run the race. Yeah, but it it's stresses cool. me out. So, <laughs> something goes wrong, it's still on me whether I'm running or not. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, and it was funny. I got a call. That's a fun. This is a funny story. So I got a phone call during the race because I have my phone on. I'm like, oh my god, what happens if? you know, something's marked wrong or, you know, there's not a water or something, you know, whatever. Right. So I get a phone call from a gentleman whose wife is running the race. My buddy, uh, well, I won't mention his name just cause it's funny, but anyways, uh, and he calls me, he goes, Hey man, um, I just got my car stuck, you know, down by Swift Creek. I guess he had driven over in like some mud cause he thought it would be cool in his Subaru and got, like got it. <laughs> dug in and i'm like dude what <laughs> yeah i'm running and this is right before i saw you at that bridge yeah and i'm like man what like and he's like you know i'm probably you know labored breathing he's like yo are you running right now i was like yeah he's like he's like oh where at i was like i'm running the race <laughs> and he goes oh man i'm so sorry i'll figure it out it's only like a half mile to jog to the aid station like i'll get it click <laughs> but as he didn't know i was running it was kind of that's funny. funny that's crazy that was that was me and uh forgotten yeah. florida two years ago i had a rental car and like a, a car is coming it was like a nice double track jeep road but uh it was a tesla it was coming this way so i knew the road was fine and i'm in this rental car and like she's trying to go around and i'm trying to go around but like we had that high water that year that was two years ago that was man that was crazy but like so there's just drainage ditches on both sides and like so she drives by and we make eye contact and kind of did the like driver like hey i had enough time for that and i just feel my car go and just slip into the mud. Yada yada. That's a story for another time. But yeah, the, Sean had to come out and Oof. tow me out, and literally almost totaled my car in a you know back Florida drainage ditch. What can I've you do? I wrecked my Prius back there, like not literally, but like the undercarriage because of that like tall grass and those ditches. Yeah. Like it's going not back meant to for you to go off roading. Like <laughs> yes, like it ripped the whole undercarriage off from like two years ago. At, well, at forgotten florida like yeah I, I i get it there's some guy on here like oh like i got a lift kit of my prius okay fine <laughs> that's not what that is meant for no no God. well anyways now we're just talking about nonsense so thank you everyone who ran this race and was a part of it i mean it's really cool to be able to say this was florida's largest 50k trail race like that's pretty cool right so we're, we're hoping um for next year 20 
24, um, we're definitely going to grow this event. We may add some more distances, maybe a hundred miler, maybe a 50 miler, not sure. Um, but we want to do something too. We were talking like our Sunday morning after the day after the race, be cool to kind of have like a big pancake breakfast, maybe go on like a group hike, maybe have some music or something, give people a reason to stay here in White Springs, uh, and just kind of hang out. You know, it's always, always, and I get it, life happens. I always get kind of sad. I'm like, man, all my friends are leaving. <laughs> like people get done with the race and leave. I'm like, man, I wish we could, well, Hey, I wish I had the energy to be able to hang out and this is small enough. And, and basically I didn't do anything because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you <laughs> ran, everything even though it. I just destroyed you, my body. It's but. like you ran the race. It's not like you finish running the race and you go immediately into work mode to like doing this. You were like wrecked I, I, I for like two wrecked. hours. So fucking... And it's after two hours, I was like, Hey, Hey Sean, I was like, I, I really do need like you to help me out here. <laughs> I was, so I was like, I'm oh sorry, God. but like we have stuff that needs to be done and you're still the race director too. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool. I'm it's in, like, I'm at, I'm going into rabdo. It's fine. It's like, I get it. You're, you're recovering. You just, to the 50k but this is like we're still working here we gotta we no, got stuff sure. to do yeah but with these kind of but races was, like like yeah. our, our goal with with like what you're talking about with next year is like for anything like you know if you're bringing your family along like don't just run the race and like get out of town like even though this is like white springs is a small town like it's beautiful like you're on this river the next day you could take your family out and go canoeing like yeah. there's places oh, where yeah. you can drop yeah. canoes and they'll, they'll pick you up like um so it's like you know, stay in the area and like hang out and see what it's got to offer. Cause it's, it's not, that's the other thing is it's not always just about trail running. Like, you know, if you run, you Correct. know, Kyle, then, you know, go up there and uh, go rock climbing or something, you know, like go, you know, go explore and just see, see other things and do other things. And, uh, what you can, you can, you can go uh, paragliding and uh, hang gliding up there too. There right? you go. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> have, yeah. have Sean take you paragliding. I'll do that. There you go. Yeah. No, but there really is so much to do here in this little small town area really with the river the trails there's bike trails you can rent mountain bikes and the canoeing and you're within like a 30 minute drive to go swim in some clear beautiful springs yeah like it's just it's paradise up here i think we got showers i was in disappearing creek i was he, he, yeah. sean mentioned the bridge and he's like if you're feeling daring enough, like you can get in there and uh, stand in the creek and film it this way. It's like, all right, like hop yeah. in. It was, it was amazing. Oh, Challenge good. Accepted. Yeah. <laughs> I was down in there busting out boards with a sledgehammer <laughs> yeah, the other were. day, like knee deep in some luck. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for running. I hope you enjoyed us just talking about my run that nobody cares about and the event. And I'm glad that everybody, but hopefully you gained some little tidbits of maybe, maybe I should do this differently or whatever. I mean, a lot of this is run and learn, right? And we're just here to have fun. You know, I see a lot of people being very hard on themselves. So hopefully you guys all had a really good time. You look back, you gain knowledge, you gain experience, and you made some new friends and had some good post-race chili. Compliments of this lady right here. Thank you. And, and, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, whenever Scott gets done putting together a video, you enjoy that and it helps you kind of take you back here to to white springs and stephen foster and i encourage you guys to come here not just with the race but any other time of the year it is beautiful i love it here and i hope you guys had a good time with that i say thank you and we will see you soon on the trail <laughs>